0: day five of uh, the updates and it seems the, the self-isolation and, and social isolation that has been occurring is becoming to be real for a lot of people, especially with it being Mother's Day, so fair play to everyone who's who stayed in and, and done their bit today. Locally, Matlock Bath is in the national news, unfortunately, and, and trending worldwide on, on Twitter after hundreds of bikers turned up for a meet there. If you see the pictures, it's actually quite scary, so I think... That's going to be a, a really big story, unfortunately, for the local area tomorrow. In Derbyshire, the National Trust, they closed all of their parks with the Derbyshire County Council doing likewise. So tomorrow we'll, we'll update you on what you can do, uh, how you can get things delivered, and we're also going to do a list of discounts for, for NHS staff. So, so by tomorrow night you'll have a long list of things you can do, how you can get things delivered, and a list of discounts if you do work for the NHS. On this episode, you may remember James Randall spoke to us He's come on again after leaving self-isolation to talk about readjusting to relatively normal life and um, how it's affected him, some of the interesting symptoms he's had, which is actually quite an interesting listen. That's been in the newspapers as well today, um, some of the symptoms James has had. And a friend of the podcast, Jamie Fuzzabulu, uh, he's going to give us a poem. Um, When we recorded it, it was World Poem Day. Um, I'm a day behind, as I said yesterday, so we get his poem today and then we have a quick chat with him about... How he's cracking on how he's getting on he's had a lot of work cancelled and and how it's affected the annual celebration of, of world poetry day so that's an interesting chat uh, i did promise yesterday we'd we'd chat more about the sporting seasons being delayed but over the weekend no one's about and um, tried a few people but tomorrow i do promise we're going to do a sport one about derbyshire derby county um, locally a little sport so um, I'll be going through everything that's been cancelled, how we're going to be affected everything that's been suspended we'll have um, Derbyshire's Tony Palladino joining us um, to, to talk through all that because it's going to be massive for cricket I know football's the biggest story but as you go to like cricket in sports that don't have quite as much money and locally um, it becomes more detrimental to those clubs and also tomorrow we'll have a, a listen back to probably our most famous podcast, certainly the most listened to when, by some fluke, we managed to get Sean Ryder in the seven stars in Derby. So sit back and, well, enjoy if you can. Um, as much information as we can give to you. Um, day five of the updates. Thank you, again for listening, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. So, James, speak spoke to you on Wednesday or Thursday, I think, last time, um, and you are still... <coughs> I was just about to say, you've got better. (laughs) It
1: doesn't sound like it. No, I have got better. Um,
0: I'm feeling much
1: brighter in myself. Uh, But my sister, who's a a GP, she said that the cough can be a residual uh, side effect for a few weeks. Um, And I think that is something that needs to be articulated in the media. Uh, People like me have already, even though I haven't been tested, 90% 90% likely to have had it and have done with self-isolation. You know, if I'm coughing, I'm not like a terrorist standing in the middle of a a crowded centre. You know, we're going to have to get used to that coughing doesn't mean that you're spreading the disease if you're immune to it.
0: Are you back to, to normal life now then? Or are no, you, I,
1: I, I, I can't be because even though I'm 90% likely to have had it, um, there's no way of knowing and so we've got to be responsible and everyone's got to practice you know social distancing and isolation as much as possible so i'm you know i am feeling brighter i'm going for a run early each morning um but that's it then it's it's in the house rest of the day and it's, i need to get go out and get some emergency supplies but i'm trying to limit that as much as possible you know we, we as, as a society we all need to, to be as disciplined as possible otherwise life is not going to get back to normal for a long long time
0: was it weird the first time you went out after being here for seven days
1: Kind of yes and kind of no, but I think as I said to you, because I I felt so ill, it didn't feel like I was being restricted by being isolated. I didn't feel like doing anything or going out anyway. I think if you if you're normal and you're having to isolate because you've been in contact with someone with symptoms, that's different because you will be climbing up the walls because you feel perfectly fine. It, you know, maybe you're going for a five k run. The first time you step out of the house isn't ideal, and if I'd have collapsed. A mile and a half from
0: home, I'm, you know,
1: would have been interesting. But I yeah, but for do, people
0: yeah. that don't know, you run quite long distances, so five k in, in relation isn't like a a normal man on the street just going out and doing five k.
1: No, no, but it uh, it still probably wasn't the wisest idea. But then I'm
0: <laughs> not the wisest <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you had any any different symptoms? Anything, anything different since since we last spoke? That's that's um, come about.
1: Yes. So. Uh, like say my, my sister is a GP and my, her husband is a consultant in respiratory. So I just dropped them a text on Friday or Saturday morning, sorry, saying I had the weirdest sensation. Yes, they had a bacon sandwich and the ketchup tasted disgusting. It was like someone had poured molten metal into my mouth. Um, then I had a few salt and vinegar Pringles later in the day and it was the same effect. It was honestly the worst thing I've ever tasted. Um, and then my sister forwarded. The guidance, which has now been made public, that appears that testing in in Korea and China has shown that either no sense of taste or smell or a highly altered sense of taste or smell is one of the symptoms which hasn't previously been reported. Um, so at the moment, I cannot smell anything with a high vinegar content because it just destroys my, my whole
0: <laughs> sense system. And you smell something from that now?
1: Yep. But I have I an have occasional cough, um, so that, that's just residual. But the I, I cannot have anything with vinegar, and nothing else seems to impact it. It's really, really weird. Everything else is a bit more bland, you know. My my talking about flattening the curve, my my sense of taste and smell has been flattened. Apart from vinegar, which just triggers everything.
0: So yeah, your appetite is as normal. It's just certain foods that taste and smell a bit weird
1: yeah so what i can tell you know I, i'm i haven't gone around doing a taste test of everything but barbecue sauce ketchup salt vinegar pringles are the three things so far
0: i could feel a youtube video coming on
1: <laughs> <coughs>
0: as as um, not, not involving cinnamon well <laughs> <coughs> um, there's day today, obviously you have to be careful and whatnot. How are you going to celebrate with your mother? Is it a five shines or something like that?
1: Yeah, a... I, I, I phoned her, um, but all, she's got four children and three grandchildren. All of us are avoiding her today. It's It sounds dramatic, but if you want the best chance of spending next Mother's Day with your mum, don't see her this. If, if she's elderly.
0: I think that was a message, the, the message that came across that was you will save someone's loved one if you don't see your loved one. Nothing that really hit home for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 the exponentials that people aren't getting because the numbers still seem fairly manageable. You know, five or six thousand cases, two hundred twenty deaths, two hundred twenty deaths is awful. It shouldn't be, I mean, but it's still to a society with sixty million people in. It still doesn't seem like the end of the world, but. We are two weeks behind Italy almost to the day and Italy had 793 yesterday. So when these numbers grow and the death toll grows and the amount of infections grow, people are going to see, people can only see the impact of their actions today two weeks down the line. Um, Do you really
0: think we could go into full lockdown if people st- don't start to, to be as disciplined as you and I are? I'm, I'm sat in my bedroom now um, on my own and is it's, to-
1: it's hard to police. I do think people have got to take the message seriously.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: it's, it, it is tricky because you can't have the economy grind to a complete halt and people still need to, you know, it, it, it's fascinating how, you know, the list of key workers is all the ones that, that apparently weren't skilled uh, six weeks ago when the government was talking about things like, that's not it, <laughs> it's politics, but it's supermarket workers, care workers, teachers. All these these jobs that – and, of course, the the NHS staff and cleaners in every single public establishment across the country, the cleaners are the most important people right now. Uh, They're keeping a show on the road. And and so it's – there is a fine balance between having some semblance of life and not everything grinding to a halt, but really making sure the numbers don't explode. But I say I think it might be too late for that. But if we can stop them, if they explode now because of what happened two weeks ago, we can stop them exploding further in two weeks and four weeks down the line. It's important that we do that. But I think, you know, all the message, of, if you want a chance of having a pint in a pub in May, you have to just write off April.
0: Scary thought, really. And May, even May seems quite optimistic at the minute. Um, it does. But I, but I
1: think if you if you read certain studies, we're going to have waves of this. So you'll have a lockdown in April to to squash this current spike. Then you have maybe an ease on the restrictions in May to get things flowing again. And then maybe June is where people have to lock down again. And there'll be patterns like that until we have a vaccine
0: or a cure. Scary times ahead, isn't
1: it? Um... It is. Life is going to change. And that's the message governments across the world think of trying to get across that if if you are living your normal life, you're doing something wrong.
0: I'm glad you're on some road to recovery, obviously not hundred percent there yet, but thank you for updating us and joining us twice now on the podcast. I really appreciate it, James and You're welcome. Hope and hopefully do.
1: it's you know, that they will develop this antibody test so I can find out if I had it or not. Because if I if I have got it and I am immune then I can obviously do a lot more around the community because you know, I won't be at risk of spreading it but until then I I, I have to wear kid gloves and actual gloves as well. Um, even if I feel fit just to if I do want to offer favours to people and run errands and we all have to be a bit careful.
0: Well that's very responsible in your seriousness and, and if and if everyone lives a life like that for the next few weeks and months, like you say we'll we'll get out of this sooner rather than later. That's the hope. Well thank you very much James. Appreciate it. Take care, look after yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Bye
1: bye.
2: Obviously, with it being World Poetry Day, I thought I'd better do a poem for you as well. So I'll do this one that was out of my last collection called Our Man. And it's called Someone's Left Behind a Sovereign Ring. And it goes like this. I see you and you see me, but there are black spots in the corner to the left of the pool table opposite the dartboard or in that seat by the window. The one in which Stevie glassed that Cockney youth right after he said, I actually liked Thatcher or Matter of Factly. Good old Stevie saw to him mind. Obviously there's the bogs as well. Both cubicles are guaranteed occupied on a weekend night. The tiles still caked in tar from before the smoking ban. Toilet tops littered with nefarious substances. Fast cat -cat catching someone's even left behind a sovereign ring. Back at the bar, Murdoch, news reading, Muppets surrendered, defeated and drank out for the day. The monitor behind the bar details every word of crimes that pay. Every utterance of knocked off meat, deli, cheese, HD tellies and games consoles, Jordan and cheap with no guarantee. Stevie turns round to Bob, the barman, and says, Turn the fucking jukebox up. We can hear ourselves talk. Yeah, all good, mate, all good. It's a weird world poetry day. I'd normally be... uh... Out of the house doing something, but um it is what it is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, can you tell us a bit firstly about World Poetry Day and, and what it normally entails and then we'll go on to how it's been affected this
2: year, if that's alright. Yeah, we'll, well obviously it's a celebration of poetry worldwide. Um I mean in England we have our own National Poetry Day, but World Poetry Day is sort of a thing that's celebrated all over the world. But to be fair, this year, it's pretty quiet compared to what it normally is. You're not seeing anywhere near as many social media posts or, um, you know, as much involvement. And I take you, that's probably because we're kind of, you know, like everyone's a bit down in the dumps or something. But, uh you know, it's still something to be celebrated. Poetry doesn't stop just because the world stops, so to speak. So...
0: Have poets and performers kind of changed how they've um, celebrated World Pro today? Like you say, if people are, are stuck in isolation or people are being told to stay and you're not going to be able to get out to events and whatnot, so has there been more uh, putting stuff on social media and that kind of thing?
2: To be fair, I've only seen really a couple of poets do it. I mean, obviously, I did a little update earlier on my own social media um, and just shared a little poem just to keep in the spirit of things, really. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been really quiet, to be totally honest with you, mate. I'm quite surprised I haven't seen more people sharing stuff for World Poetry Day. But whether or not that's just because people are, you know, ge- generally just down in the dumps, I'm not really sure. So, yeah, crazy, crazy times.
0: We spoke to you early in the week on the on the podcast. How have things been since we last spoke to you? Is Has
2: it, is it been much of the same? Yeah, more cancellations, more more, more postponement, meetings getting postponed, Um everything that you'd really expect in terms of like people wanting to socially isolate themselves socially distance themselves however you want to word it yeah just but, but to be fair i'm kind of embracing it because i've got i've got admin that you know i've i've not done for ages that i'm that i'm catching up on i've also writing a novel when i'm writing my third poetry collection so i'm just taking the time to kind of do that really and i've also I don't know, it's it's kind of made me think about new ways of working, like working virtually and maybe setting up some kind of virtual classroom, um, setting up, you know, online stuff such as writing workshops online, maybe doing my bit for the community in terms of poetry and offering some mentorship to up-and-coming writers and stuff like that. So I've got plenty of stuff I'm going to be getting up to over the next few weeks. So, yeah, I'm just – I suppose, in a way, I'm kind of embracing the fact that I've got a bit of downtime really I'm just trying to keep positive about it all Yeah, excuse that
0: noise if you can uh, if you can hear that in the background that's an army helicopter coming at my army helicopter. the, uh,
2: <laughs> the yeah. end really isn't it <laughs> there you go mate um, it's armageddon
0: as a as a creative as a poet can once we get past you, the initial struggles of this can uh, times like this provide inspiration for your work
2: um i see a lot of people already writing about coronavirus and about all this kind of stuff and obviously you know me and you have spoken before i don't necessarily like to do what other people are doing so i'm quite happy to leave that to other people to write about i mean i've got enough to write about myself and obviously um, i'm not going to be working coronavirus into my novel or anything like that or into my poetry just because you know it's fine if people want to write about these things but, but i'm not really into just writing about what everyone else writes about so yeah i'm quite happy to just leave them to do that to be totally honest uh,
0: so if people want to check your World Poetry Day um, video is that, is that on your social media I put it
2: on Facebook and I have put it on Instagram TV but um, for some reason I can't get the sound to work on it on Twitter which is a bit of a strange one I've had that problem okay. before so you know I don't okay. know what's going well, on there
0: <laughs> well, thank you for thank you for joining us mate we appreciate it short notice again but we're trying to get these to keep people entertained and informed so thank you very much
2: Jamie no problem I'll speak to you again soon mate take care yeah Cheers. Take care,